Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the All In Podcast, the Southern Area High School Athletics All In Podcast. I'm your host, Dennis Stanton, Athletic Director here at Southern Area High School. I'm very excited for this podcast. You know, our purpose is pretty simple. We want to provide a platform for our student athletes here at Southern Area High School to share their journeys in sports for others to learn and grow. It's going to be a really simple format that we have here. Each and every week, we're going to record an episode. We're going to ask questions to our student athletes about their experiences, about their careers, uh, things that they like, things that they didn't like, and in hopes to grow our program and in hopes just to share their experience. I'm so excited for our first guest. We have senior football quarterback, senior uh, starting wing on the basketball team, Evan Cutzler. Welcome to the show, Evan. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Nobody better to have on this show in our first episode than Evan Cutzler just getting off a District 1 championship, first time in school history, District mm -hmm. 1 championship for the football team. Uh, and Evan obviously played a very pivotal role for our team as uh, playing both sides of the ball. Um, maybe you want to just recap the season a little bit. Uh, first, why don't you tell our, our listeners uh, your grade, the positions that you play, and just kind of your thoughts on the season as a whole. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm the senior quarterback. Um, I play free safety as well on defense. Um, you know, this season's just been really great. I mean, from the beginning, I mean, we weren't sure if we were going to have a season. Um, I know, I mean, I was confident in uh, that we were going to have a season, but, um, you know, any, any games we were uh, able to have, we, we, we were going to make the most out of it. So, um, I mean, I, I'm really just grateful that we could have any games and, and to do what we did is just, is just monumental just for the community. Um, you know, our coaches, they've been coaching here for a long time. I know Coach Cipriano has been here in, in a while and, and we've, we've uh, never gotten a district championship, but, you know, just to get that championship and, and to do what we did for the community, it, it feels great. And I think um, there, that goes the same for the rest of our, our teammates. And it, it was just, I, I, I couldn't have asked for anything better. So I couldn't agree. What an amazing night as you guys beat Penridge in the District 1 championship. I get goosebumps thinking about it. Um, and it, it's funny you talk about you thought we were going to have a season. I'll never forget early June, you and I were talking um, at, a, at a basketball clinic that we were, that we were doing for, for kids in the community. And you said, we are going to have this season. I said, Evan, I don't know, man. It's not yeah. looking great. Um, maybe you could talk a little bit towards that mindset. Like, obviously, you were the architect of your response instead mm -hmm. of the victim of your circumstance when it came to COVID-19 and your, your athletes followed. Maybe you could talk about, like, your positive mindset in sport, in life, and academics. Like, it's just kind of when people talk about Evan Kutzer, they talk about his positive attitude. Did you get that from your parents? Is it something that you've kind of built up over right. the years? Maybe talk to that a little bit. Right, yeah, no, I think positive attitude is definitely something that, you know, radiates from me and then, and then goes down to our, our, our teammates. And I think, you know, that's definitely my parents. My parents definitely instilled that in me. And, uh, um, you know, just I, I always think, you know, being, being an energy giver and not an energy vampire. So, um, you know, positivity definitely um, was, a, was a huge key and, you know, just – you know, not, don't think negative thoughts, you know, we're going to have a season, it's going to happen, um, and preparing for that, and, you know, um, we were able to have a season, and I think that that positivity was, uh, was definitely transferred down to the younger grades, um, and as well as our, the rest of our senior class, and I think, you know, that just reflected on our season as well, so. Hey, I love, I love what Evan's talking about here with energy givers versus energy vampires, something that we talk a lot about in Athletic Leadership Council, of which Evan's been a part of for three years. Um, let's dive right into that though. Like for an energy vampire, obviously we talk about someone that is able to unfortunately negatively impact mm -hmm. a locker room mm -hmm. or a huddle or a team. Uh, you being a leader, both a captain on the basketball team and a captain on the football team, how have you dealt with energy vampires over the course of your four years? 
or how have you not dealt with them? Is, can you give our student athletes and our listeners some feedback right. on that? Right. Yeah. So in, in previous years, um, you know, we've, we've had energy vampires on the team, you know, whether it be basketball or football and, and, you know, we've, I've seen, you know, firsthand the outcomes that, that that brings and, and they're not always good. So, I mean, we definitely stressed me and the other captains this year for football, at least um, we stressed, you know, just being positive, like our team a need, team needs to come together um, in order to have a really good season. And I think we did that um, to the best of our ability. I mean, you're not always going to have um, a perfect season when it comes to that. I mean, you just have to deal with the little things and I think we dealt with them well. And I think that was a, um, a really good thing that our senior captains did um, and, and, you know, um, just dealing with energy, energy vampires and, you know, trying to, give energy into them so they could give energy back to the team. hundred so. percent. I think you said it very well. It's inevitable, right? It's a huge, the human element will always creep into sports. And, you know, as much as we want to be team players and have a great culture, oftentimes the ego and selfishness gets in the way of our, of our sport and our performance without naming any names, Evan, could you, could yeah. you kind of share with like a, a, a specific instance of like, a student athlete was being selfish. Uh, maybe they were taking too many shots or they were, they wanted the ball more in football or whatever it might be. Like, how did you deal with that as a leader, as a, as yeah. a captain? Did you bring it up amongst your leadership committee? Did you meet with the person one-on-one? -on -one? What did that look like? Right. Yeah. So for football, at least I know um, it was within our offense. And so um, me, Angus, uh, Jacob Horton and, and Jalen, you know, took it within ourselves to after, after practice was over, we brought the, the offense together as a group. Um, and, you know, sat down in the middle of the turf because it was, it was late, late in our season. And, um, you know, we just talked it out and, and, and it's not going to be fixed in a day. So, you know, we had to keep bringing it up next practice. Let's have a better practice after this practice, let's have an even better one. So it's just stacking those days and, and you know, eventually, um, getting back to a point where we, we know we can, um, you know, win some games and, and I think that's what we did. And, um, but that was definitely a good part of our season for sure. Absolutely. And, and I, I think what I'm hearing too, Evan, is, uh, you know, when it comes to leadership, distributing that leadership amongst other people yeah. obviously is beneficial not only for the three or four other gentlemen that you met, you mentioned, but also when you're working with other student athletes, it's not just coming from one person. It's coming from, right. you know, a couple different leaders and it's coming from, uh, you know, the right place. Mm -hmm. um, how, how important is it to forge relationships with the people that you're leading? Um, if you think about sophomores and juniors and you were a senior this year, um, and what kind of time do you put into kind of forging relationships with the people that you lead? Oh yeah, that, that's huge. I mean, especially for the freshmen and sophomores, you know, you want to, you want to instill that culture that the seniors have into the sophomores. So you, you, you don't win just this season, but you're going to win next season. You're going to win the season after that. So um, I think that that culture aspect and, and, you know, forging the relationships with the sophomores, it definitely gets you thinking on that same wavelength so that, you know, um, you'll be successful for seasons to come. So. Yeah, 100%. And I think so much of it is grounded, you know, when it comes to leadership, when it comes to performance, when it comes to culture, is grounded in why we play the sport. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've known you for a very long time. I think I've known you since you were in third grade, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, coming to basketball camps. And I've seen, like, pictures of you playing for the Braves in football. So when you think about, you know, what you love about the sport, both football or basketball, and we talk about the why. Why yeah. do you play your sport? You know, when, 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 Ford, when asked that question, what, what, how can you answer that? Why do you play basketball or why do you play football? Yeah, I, I think that just goes back to what you said about, you know, playing since I was young. I mean, that's where, that's where I found all my friends and that's where I, I, I fit the best. And, and, you know, my life has always just revolved around sports. So that, that's what makes me happy. And I, I, I just do it for the love of the game. And, and you know, I, I, that's something I'll never want to give up. So.
Yeah, it's um, so important uh, as a high school athlete to understand the, the, that element of relationship. That, that these are the friends that you play with. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think it's very different if you're playing AAU or you're playing right. club it, ball. Yes. Yep. And that goes for all of our sports. You know, when I see student athletes demonstrate um, genuine concern uh, for winning and losing, mm-hmm. and, they, and they, you can see it in locker rooms. I've yep. seen it for the last six years. I just think playing for your high school is a little bit different. It is. Um, and you kind of spoke to that a little bit here with this football season um, and playing for your high school and what that meant. Uh, I, I distinctly remember when you guys beat Penn Ridge and they handed out the, the trophy after, and I saw a lot of tears mm-hmm. in eyes of oh, student yeah. athletes. Mm-hmm. I think that type of emotion, you can't replicate that anywhere Never. else. Nope. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I, it just goes back to what we were saying about, you know, just it's it's been a really long time coming it, it wasn't just that game that made us so emotional it was it was you know playing with Jalen since I was you know five and it was it was just it's it's just the culmination of everything we've been doing for for not only our high school season but before that and you know it's it's just all wrapped together in one and that night you know we were able to make things come true and and I think that was where the emotion came from and it was definitely um it was, it, was, it was a cool sight to see I'd say yeah it's incredible I just so I'm so happy for you guys for coach uh, for the community mm-hmm. at large. Um, you know, you obviously played a very good game that game. You played a good game the week before mm-hmm. at Springford. Uh, if we just talk about football, you, when you talk about your best performance, uh, can yeah. you walk our listeners through your best performance? Yeah, I, I'd say, um, you know, offensively, I think my best performance was at St. Joe's prep game then that, uh, that next week. Um, you know, I've, I've, I've never uh, passed for that many yards ever, I don't think. So um, that, that was a pretty good game for me. But, you know, on the defensive end on that game, I'd say it was one of my worst games. So, um, you know, it's – you're never going to have a perfect game. Um, you, you try and stack as many uh, little little wins as you can. So, um, I think offensively I had a pretty good game that game. But, you know, defensively we, we weren't really able to get it done. So, I think, um, you know, there, there's – I go back to the uh, the Penridge game last year. I had a good defensive game um, and offensive game. So, so you know, but – um, there's always going to be bad games and you're just going to keep going, keep going through that and pushing through. So no doubt. If you look at the offensive game that you had against St. Joe's prep, is there something that you remember when you look at that kind of two hour period in your mm-hmm. athletic career that you were thinking or feeling in that moment? Or do you look at it as I was playing really well? I wasn't thinking I was just reacting. I was reading the defense and everything was just coming to me. Yeah, I, I'd say that. I think, you know, I'm just playing in the moment, not, not, not uh, worrying too much about what's going to come come after that um I know towards the end of the game and we uh we scored at the very last seconds and um the last play when we were kicking the extra point I I just watched the ball go through the uprights and I was just staring at it because I'm like all right this is going to be this is the last play so and I think that's really where um it was more me thinking after the fact but the whole game I was just reacting you know just doing what I do best and I think um you know we, we could kind of reminisce later, but, but yeah, I, I definitely say I was more reaction in the moment. Sure, sure. I think it's important for our student-athletes that are listening that in order to have that reactionary uh, feeling on the court, on the field, it takes hours and hours of practice. Yeah. You, know, if you, yeah. you know, people talk about let the game come to you, let it be natural. Like, there's nothing natural about working six days a week at your craft. Um, that's hard work. You have to make those decisions. You have to make those choices. Um, maybe can you share with our audience in order to get to that point where you're playing at the biggest stage of, of high school football against the best players in our state um, to get to a point where it was just reactionary. Like what is your off season? Let's just talk about football for now. 
What does it look like when you're obviously with our sport, with our school, mm -hmm. it's 10 and a half months with coach Gallagher, right. lifting seven on seven yep. workouts. Um, but was there anything outside of that that you did on your own? And again, you also start on our basketball teams. So you have AAU, you mm -hmm. get all this other stuff, but maybe it's part of your process that you could share with our students. For sure. Athletes. Yeah. As soon as basketball is over, you know, I was, I was trying to get in the field, work with, you know, um, our receivers, just, just passing the ball, getting those repetitions, those reps in. And I think that's huge. I mean, um, just developing a connection with the, with the people you're going to be throwing to and, and the rest of your teammates is, is huge. And, and um, you know, in the summer we were working 24 seven, I, I would always, I would always text my teammates, Hey, you want to come to this field and, and throw. Um, so I think that played a really big role in, in our success is just, you know, working on that and getting that repetition and reps in um, even when, you know, the whole team might not be there. So. No, I love that. And I think it's all about, we, we often talk about in, in ALC, which is our Athletic Leadership Council, um, embracing the limitations. And, and obviously there's been tons of limitations placed on student athletes over the course of the last eight months. But finding time on your own to grab a wide receiver and say, mm -hmm. I'm going to go throw to you is right. great. Um, because I think just football is very different than basketball when it comes to individual skill development. Mm -hmm. Basketball, you can take a ball right. and anybody can be better. Mm -hmm. um, so like, what did that look like with respect to Give me an example of like who who you would throw to, yeah. and was it like an hour? Were they running specific routes that were in line with the Southern offense? Like I, I want our listeners to know that even in a sport like football or like soccer or like lacrosse, you can mimic game situations with just two people. Oh, for sure, and especially with um, quarterback and wide receivers, we I know me, Sean Purvey, and Kyle Bob worked a lot in the off season. You know, with this timing of the routes. Um, you know, because we were running routes that we that we would were going to be running um, in the upcoming season, and just trying to get that timing down and 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 um, the connection uh, with me and Sean and, and Kyle down, so uh, we could you know do it fluidly in in the season. So I think that was huge. I mean, just especially the the timing aspect of it of the routes, you know. So um, that that was big. I think that was a really uh, big part of our. Uh, preparation for the season yeah sure. and I think it's important because anybody can do that any any quarterback running mm -hmm. back and if you look at other sports those that are listening please think about ways that you can incorporate that into your daily craft yep. of grabbing others uh, with you because obviously as a fan oftentimes I feel feel like I'm more of a fan than an athletic director as a fan of the football team you know we were able to see that chemistry and that culture yeah, for sure. and, and that cohesion that gets built over time mm -hmm. um, so we, we talked about your best performance Let's, let's transition to the, to the other side a little bit, a worst performance. Um, so you did talk about how you had your worst, you know, defensive performance at, at uh, St. Joe's Prep, but is there a game that sticks out that, man, this is, you know, in these last couple of years, this is my worst performance? Yeah, I, I'd say the first game of my varsity career on football. So, you know, they, I had the, the jitters and, and, you know, you try not to be nervous, but, you know, there's always going to be that, that nervous aspect of it's your first varsity game, like I better do well. Um, you know, I was tripping over my own feet sometimes. I, I got a uh, an unsportsmanlike penalty, so it definitely wasn't the uh, the highlight of my season. So I'd say that was definitely one of my worst games. But um, I bounced back the next game, and it's just a matter of of, of stacking those uh, those positive games and just learning from your mistakes. So yeah. I think that was definitely a huge part of my development is just having that bad game and um, you know moving on from it and then learning from it so sure sure and, and what who did we play that game do you remember your Pottsgrove. Pottsgrove Pottsgrove was it here it was here yep yeah, yeah, yeah. first home game um, and, and it's interesting too I think it's great for our student athletes to hear like someone that's that was your sophomore year right junior your junior, junior year okay, yeah junior year um, you know and you end up being an all-conference player mm -hmm. that year and, and one of the best defensive players obviously on our team but also in the league 
So what advice can you give to our student athletes of, you know, that element of playing present? It's such a hard thing to do. Yeah. We have to practice it. Um, but when you make mistakes, like you're getting ready to start basketball January 4th, when you miss shots in basketball, mm -hmm. is there something that you kind of do from a mental uh, training standpoint to, to play present or how do you work with that? Right. I mean, you know, everybody has their ways of, you know, playing present, but for me, you know, if I miss a shot, I, I just next play, next play that like the Mamba mentality. I know uh, coach Brown definitely instills in us as well. And uh, it's just, you know, moving on to next play and, and um, the next play is the most important play. And that's, that's always what I kind of remind myself is that the next play is the most important play. Um, just keep moving on. If you, if you, if you have a good play, well, like, all right, let's have another good play. And if you have a bad play, then, you know, learn from that. And then, you know, just, there'll be a lot of plays, especially in the basketball game, there's a lot of plays. So, um, you know, if you have a bad play, just move on from it. And I think that's definitely a good way to play present for sure. Yeah. And I think you do that to a T. You're one of the best athletes we've seen do that. You're one of the best athletes that, you know, given the fact that, you know, we won that game against Botswana. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, and, and I'm watching the game. I, I wouldn't even have known that you played a bad game, right. even though I've seen a lot of uh, football games. But I think you've always been a team, team first person. And, you know, I don't know the exact timeline of it last year, but as a junior, were you playing JV in the beginning of the season? No. Basketball. No. Basketball. Oh, basketball, yes. Yep. Sorry, for basketball. So you played JV basketball as a junior. Mm -hmm. And I remember watching you play JV basketball. And I remember the passion in which you were playing, mm -hmm. how you were embracing that role. Cause right. Uh, you know, I think that you thought you should be on varsity. I think many people thought you should be on varsity, but coach obviously was transitioning you into right, right, a varsity right. role. But mm -hmm. how did you, um, knowing that you thought, because by the end of the year, you were one of the best players on our varsity mm -hmm. program. And it was just so fun to see that, that development of a player right. who handled it the right way. Because mm -hmm. we have a lot of student athletes, and I'm not just saying yeah. Souderton, but overall, high school student athletes, collegiate student athletes, if they immediately don't get what they want, they, they right. respond the wrong way. They sulk. They hold their head. Mm -hmm. You were the exact opposite. You went out, and there was nights where you were playing against freshmen, and you were killing yeah. them. Um, and, and understanding, like, there is a process to this. And then all of a sudden, it's somewhere click where you started playing almost the whole game of varsity and were one of the mm -hmm. best players on the floor. Yeah. How did you deal with that? Like, did your parents kind of mention you through that? Did Coach Brown or Coach, yeah. Coach um, you know, Bisaquino? I definitely had a lot of supporters, you know, from the coaches on the staff to my parents and um, – you know, especially like Coach Seaton, Coach V, and Coach Brown, um, they definitely, you know, wanted me to do better and, and wanted me to, to, you know, coach the guys I was also with JV, you know, be that, like, the coacher, coach, um, coaching player. So, um, but, yeah, no, I definitely had a lot of support, and, and, I, and I knew that I just had to keep working and keep showing and keep proving um, what I could do, and then and, and eventually, it, you know, um, it worked out for me, and it worked out for our team as well, so. And, and when you – when coach first had cuts, did you, when you sat down with coach, did he mm -hmm. tell you, Hey, Evan, here's what we're going to, we see you playing JV this year. Yeah, he did. And yeah. in that meeting, you know, not to disclose too much, but like, what was your reaction? What did you say to coach? What did you feel? Those kind of things. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm, I, I just embrace my role. I think that's, that's, you know, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll play JV and then, and I'll, I'll work in my craft and I'll, I'll do whatever I can to make that team win. So, um, I mean, I, I, I didn't feel any like resentment or anything about that. I mean, it was just like, let's get to work. Yeah. Attitudes. So. Yeah. I think that's so important for our student athletes to hear. I think it's rare, firstly, that a student athlete hears exactly what they want to hear when it comes to roles. Right. Think about, you know, there's 15 players on a basketball team. Like there's only like two or three players that might really understand this is my role. This is what I want my role yeah. to be. Yeah. You think about like the third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh best players, they want to be, you know, a little bit better. Mm -hmm. The eighth to 14th, 15th best yeah. players, they want to be playing. Mm -hmm. So like 
I think, you know, you're, you're very different in that sense. And it's been very beneficial for our program. We benefited Definitely. from your mindset. We benefited from your actions. So as athletic director, I thank you for that. Yeah. Um, let's, let's pivot a little bit here. Um, as far as your daily habits, mm -hmm. um, do you have any daily habits, uh, you know, outside of obviously being an incredible student, you know, 4.7 GPA and, and being a star on both the football and the basketball team. But like, yep. what's Evan Cutler like outside of Saturday high school, as far as like daily habits? Yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty normal. I mean, <laughs> I, I'd say, I'd say, I definitely try and work on, you know, weightlifting for me, especially is, is a, a, a big goal for mine is, you know, get stronger and get bigger for the collegiate level. But, um, you know, I, I try and go home, get my work done and then, and then, you know, work, work on athletic uh, side of things. So, um, but yeah, I, I definitely say a big part of um, my life outside school is definitely ac academics. And then, you know, just trying to get stronger and work on my craft uh, for basketball and football. So sure. Times like this, you know, we're shut down for three weeks. All the gyms are closed. Mm -hmm. Where's a guy like Evan Cutler lifting? Yeah, so uh, I actually over over quarantine we didn't have any weights, so um, we went up to my uh, my dad and I went up to my uh, my grandpa's house in Bethlehem, and we uh, we we got some of my dad's old weights from the seventies, and so I was, I was using those those old uh, the the sand sand filled weights for a while, and then you know just just a lot of body weight stuff. Yeah, um, push ups push ups in the back room. We made, we made a pull up bar in our garage. And we were doing that a lot, so. Um, you know, you got to adapt and overcome. I think, uh, I think we did that for quarantine. Definitely. Um, I'll, I'll use that now for, for, our, uh, for, for this, uh, quarantine as well. So. Yeah. That's awesome. And we talk about being the architect of your response and that's mm -hmm. truly what you did. And, uh, you know, I think people often underestimate the power of body exercises, yeah. how much yeah, you yeah. can actually do in a 20, 30 minute period without any oh, weights. Yeah, for sure. Um, so you're going back to the sand weights this week. Yeah, for sure. And then uh, we're also going to do some... in there too. I mean, he's a strong Yeah, guy. he gets in there sometimes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, and then we're, we're also doing Zoom workouts for basketball, you know, uh, team team workouts, body weight stuff again as well. And I think that's that's definitely big just to, um, you know, stay active. Um, and then we, we, when we get back to practice, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll start working on uh, the team, team aspect of stuff again as well. So I think it'll work out well. 100%. I love it. So I, I've alluded to this a couple of times, and I think that you have inspired others uh, in football and in basketball, but also in the Athletic Leadership Council, the vulnerability that you've shared over the years, I think you don't even know, but it's really helped other people uh, get outside their comfort zone. Mm -hmm. So in your journey, is there a student athlete that has inspired you? And kind of like what attributes did they possess that inspired you? Yeah, I'd definitely say that um, Andrew Vince was definitely a huge role model for me and others. I mean, um, he definitely instilled that, like the hard work and, and, and leadership for sure. Um, you know, he's the captain of our team last year and and, you know, He's, some, he's somebody that I look up to both for basketball and football and just in, in life in general. So he's a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a great person. I think he's definitely somebody that I looked up to and, and I'm, I want to model myself after. So I love that. And Andrew, if you're listening, you know I feel the same way. Uh, you know, here in Athletic Leadership Council, we often talk about servant leadership. Mm -hmm. I truly believe that he demonstrated servant leadership in everything that he did. Yep. Um, and like you said about your, the football team, it does – permeate throughout a program does, yep. and, and you know so we're lucky as a department to have people like you guys in our in our programs yeah um what about favorite teammates you know i, I can look at that football team yeah. that basketball team and you got some some great characters yeah, yeah, yeah for sure um, for sure so if you, if you think about maybe like one or two favorite teammates that you've had over the years yeah i i mean again i definitely say like you know angus jacob and and, and jalen for sure i mean those those are those are the guys that i uh, grew up playing with and and throughout high school i think they I've, I've developed a close bond with and um but, you know, I think it's really everyone. I, I have a really good connection with a lot of people on the team, you know, Kyle, Bob, a lot of the juniors. So 
um, you know, we're working outside of school, you know, just hanging out as friends. So um, I think that's also a big, big reason why we succeeded is that we, you know, we were all, you know, friends and we were all seeing eye to eye and, and, and we developed a lot of that chemistry. And I think that's big. So. Absolutely. It definitely helps, you know, having off court chemistry helps on court in, in many different yeah. ways. Um, and, you know, you mentioned kind of that element of leadership with, with Jalen and Jacob um, and, and Angus and obviously the leadership that you've demonstrated. Um, you know, I think you, you've really come into your own from a vocal leadership standpoint. Mm -hmm. You've always led by example. You've done the right thing. Right. You, you have great core values. Um, maybe you could talk to like something that you're working on. What, what elements of leadership do you think that you need to work on or strengthen? Obviously, we're going to be back in two or three weeks, mm -hmm. January 4th. What are some goals that you think, hey, you know, I can get better at this element of leadership? Yeah, yeah. So I, I definitely say that I, I do lead by example pretty well, but I think I need to be better, uh, a better vocal leader. Um, you know, sometimes I, I still can get down. Sometimes my attitude still kind of gets down and I got to remind myself, you know, you know, you're, you're, you're a leader and, and people, people look up to you. So, you know, um, but yeah, I think I definitely need to get better at that vocal aspect, you know, just being able to talk to somebody and, and you say, and tell them what they need to do better without, you know, yelling at them or, or, um, or whatnot. So, um, I think that's definitely an aspect that I need to get better at for sure. Yeah. It's the whole element of being demanding without being demeaning. Right. And, right. You know, I tell our student athletes all the time, if you're just leading by example, it's not enough. It's not enough. Yep. You got to do more. And I mean, you certainly, you have gotten better at that. Yeah. Um, and those are tough conversations. They're vulnerable conversations. They are. The best leaders can put their ego aside and have mm -hmm. those conversations. Um, speaking of the vulnerability, obviously with COVID-19 going on, um, it, it presented a lot of challenges for our student athletes, for our coaches, but also th th this element of social unrest yep. throughout the course of the summer, um, you know, with, with racial unrest, social unrest in our society. Um, as your experience of a student athlete, you know, our, our country's had a fair share of it, but what has it been, you know, the, with respect to racism in the context of sport uh, at Southern Area High School? Hmm. Um, have you uh, experienced any racism, whether it was uh, direct or indirect, or have you had a you know, have to mentor some student athletes mm -hmm. in that context. What has been your experience? Yeah. So, so personally, I mean, I, I see everybody as equal on the team. I mean, we, we all love each other. I think um, it's not as prominent as uh, uh, in our team, at least uh, for football than, than I, I know other places. I mean, obviously I know you can't say the same for, for, for some other places. And I, I want to tell a story about, so for, for basketball, um, we were playing in a summer league and I'm not going to like say the other team's name. They're, they're not in our league or anything, but um, you know, like they were, you know, saying derogatory terms to our teammates and, you know, and we, we definitely would not stand for that. We did not stand for that. So, and then that, that just goes to show that, um, you know, you're representing a community, representing your high school and um, you want to represent it in the right way. And I think, um, I think at Southampton we do represent it the right way for sure. Um, so, so yeah. Well said. And I, I just can't imagine, I, I can't comprehend that that stuff still happens yeah, it, yeah. In, in the context of sport or not unsport related, that, 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 yep. that direct racism mm -hmm. uh, from a verbal standpoint still happens. And I right. think the way you guys handled it was, was correctly, you know, that you have to deal with it head on. And yep. we talk about in ALC and in our, our CAA, our, our cultural awareness Alliance is that, you know, we can, those that are implicit in it, that are complicit in it, not saying anything often, will continue to perpetuate exactly. the problem. Exactly, yep. Um, so, you know, be, having someone like you in our programs might be the reason why, you know, you really haven't experienced mm -hmm. it, you know, and we just have to continue right. to, to push that bar as far as For sure, can. yep. Definitely got to face it head on, for sure. So. No doubt, no doubt. Well, I'm glad that was your experience. Yep. Um, and I'm glad you were able to jump on with us here today. I, I yeah. just think that, uh, 
you know, you, you bring a great perspective. Um, and this is our first episode, season one, episode one. Yep. Before we get you off of here, though, we have five quick hitters. Yeah. I ask you quick hitter questions here. Um, so without thinking, your favorite pregame song. Nothing Else Matters by Metallica. Wow. Yeah, that's, 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 that's my pregame song for sure. Got it, got it. Uh, favorite food? Uh, buffalo wings. Where are you getting them from? I like Jesse's Barbecue. Like, Jesse's Barbecue Jesse. wings are, are pretty good. And the uh, Harleysville Hotel for sure. Harleysville as well. Hotel. Yeah. Shout out to Jesse's Barbecue. Maybe a, maybe a sponsor of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the Harleysville Hotel as well. Favorite pro athlete? <sighs> Got to say uh, Michael Jordan. I know it's a kind of basic one, but I, yeah, he's, he's, he's the GOAT. He's he is, the GOAT. Yes, yes, undisputable. Um, actually, it is, there's, there's questions out yeah, there, but yeah. yeah. He, he, what he was able to accomplish in the matter right. which he did, yeah, right. pretty incredible. Um, where do you hope to be in five years? So for our listeners, Evan's a senior. He's looking at a lot of different schools mm-hmm. right now, but five years, where's Evan Cutsler? Yeah, so I, in five years, I'd, I'd like to be in um, a physical therapy program. I think that's definitely what I want to do, and I think that's uh, in five years, that's what I'll be doing. I'm just working at my, working to get my, um, physical therapy degree my doctorate in physical therapy so uh um at the college I don't know where yet but um I I hope to be playing football and maybe in the uh, fifth and sixth years uh being a graduate assistant stuff like that so um I think that's where I'll be in five years and where I hope to be in five years I love it those are great goals um and the last question kind of going backwards you know you're now a senior if you could give yourself any advice the the seventh eighth grade ninth grade Evan Cutsler if you give yourself any advice what would it be I'd say just take it slow and enjoy the little things. I mean, it, I, everyone, everyone tells, you know, time flies, but you're like, okay, okay. But it, re- it really does. It really does. So I'd, I'd say just take your time, slow down and, and, and enjoy the little things. I mean, cause it's, it's going to be gone before you know it. So. I love that advice. And it's funny, I'm looking, you know, eight feet away from you right now because we're in a COVID-19 yep. center. Uh, but, uh, you know, you, it, it's funny you say time flies for you it seems like you've been in here like 10 years. Yeah. You've played so many yeah. games for so many, uh, two of our sports with ALC. It seems like you've been here forever and you've had such a great impact. So on behalf of everyone, thank you for thank your time you. here today. And thank you for everything you've done for our programs. Thank you. Um, that's a wrap, everybody. I want to thank Evan. I want to thank our listeners. And we are going to be bringing you content from our student athletes each week on the All In Podcast. Thank you all very much. Thank you.